Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and multi-level marketers. The Amway variety or the... Inappropriate places? Yeah. I think multi-level marketers are inappropriate everywhere you go. Just here's a tip. If there's anything that involves you having parties and then getting other people to have their own parties and then you get a cut of everything you're able, it's a scam. Stop. Stop. Tupperware, Mary Kay, Amway, all that shit. Scam. I was very disappointed to find out that Man Cave was actually a scam too. I thought they were a little more up and up, but they're not. Nope. They're not. Nope. It's too bad, too, because I think that some of the stuff, like Man Cave, I think there's actually a legitimate market for it if they would just be legitimate people instead of trying to run it as a fucking pyramid scam. You know what I mean? Like, if there was a site where you could go and you could order tasty meats and barbecue stuff and other man things Mm -hmm. at a reasonable price without having to sign up for their bullshit sponsorship deals, I think that people would buy it. Maybe I'll start my own. I don't, but they I don't think, think there's enough money in that. That's why they don't do it that way. You really don't think there is? You don't think there's like you could have like people could order premium tasty meats off of there? I think there has to be a certain amount of profit in it or it doesn't work. Yeah, that's that's why it's set up the way it is. Mm, makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I included porn in it, then would there be enough up, up money? I doubt it. I mean, because they have all those the sex toys parties and stuff also i just i don't that, i don't I'm like really, being invited to any of that stuff because well, you feel yeah. obligated to buy stuff well plus i i always thought that the lady sex toy thing was weird because <laughs> maybe i'm just old but i don't see the i don't see you and your friends hanging around talking about which one of the multi-headed vibrators you enjoy the most i like this one because it goes in and out and round and round and it lights up and plays a little song you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of women sitting around and go, well, I like the little ears on this one that flip my clit, and I like this thing that goes in my butt. I, I don't see you ladies change, exchanging tips like that. Yeah, <laughs> who's buying that? Just like a while ago, I mean, it's been years. I don't even know if it's still around. I can't remember the name of the company, but it was basically lingerie sales, and you would you were supposed to try this stuff on and model it for each other. That's not nice. And who's doing that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You get a bunch you get a bunch of ladies together and go, okay, everybody time to strip down to your underwear, and all of you immediately flash back to eighth grade gym class and nobody's doing it. Exactly. It's like, no, I, I think not. I'll pass it. And half the time the laundry stuff it was super cheap quality. It was not worth what you were supposed to be paying for. I guess, but maybe we're old because at least a couple people in the chat room right now think these are just fine and dandy and a lot of fun yeah maybe i was just attending it with the wrong people <laughs> maybe it's because the people you're attending all the it church with. goers it yeah, that's a little weird. leads to a little awkward moment the main thing i don't like about all of the sex toy parties is i think that you ladies are buying sex toys that are far too complicated and multifunctional so it's kind of makes guys feel inadequate my penis doesn't have built-in rings that spin around there's no lights on it it doesn't have little prongs that come off of the touch your different bits at different times it's not nice you don't need all of that shit. I didn't make it. Man, they're mad at me. So, did we tell people where to call us? No. Fuck. <laughs> we just kind of 
I kind of got got me all spun off. Send a call. Certainly calls. They can call or Google it. 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Sometimes we give you a whole extra show at the top of the show. That wasn't even on my list. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You can buy all this shit on Amazon. If you really think you need it, go ahead and buy it. But I do think ladies put themselves in danger of being overstimulated. And the next thing you know, you got to have a car waxer down there spinning on your clit before you're getting off. Nice. Don't you think so? If every day that you know, or every time you went to have sex, you were getting all of your bits flipped at the same time, there were spinning bands up inside you, a little fucking electro stimuli. Everything thing. else is just too home. Yeah, then, then one day your husband comes home and slaps a little finger on your slit, and you're like, "Really? That's okay." I don't see. I don't see. Where's the lights and sounds? Lord. Where's the spinning part? I don't understand. And Enough. Your husband's like, "I'm gonna go get my flashlight and play World of Warcraft. Leave me alone." So, uh, I. <laughs> Every time I turn around, you're on the phone with your bank. Yes. Now, Kim and I have multiple bank accounts, and I think everybody should. Kim has her bank account. I have my bank account. We have the joint bank account. And that's fine. I don't, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But your bank seems like it refuses. And I warned you that your bank was kind of shady before. Because it's a Walmart bank. Mm-hmm. Well, I purposefully have that one because of my Etsy and ebay sales or local sales or whatever i'm frequently getting checks money orders that kind of thing right so you have to have a branch nearby yeah, that you can go to. It's, right. just, it's just easier for me i don't use this particular account very often and i'm getting really upset with them because they keep calling keep calling keep calling and asking me the same mother effing question <laughs> repeatedly right and if you have a bank you've been asked this question because a law was passed recently where the convenient overdraft fee that your bank offers you know where they pay for if you if you write too many checks they'll pay for your checks but then they'll also turn around and smack you in the ass for 40 bucks exactly congress changed and said uh you can't just charge people for this shit unless they opt in for it mm-hmm. now this is an area where banks make a tremendous amount of money i don't know why all you people can't balance your fucking checkbook i mean we've had i've had overdrafts before but not frequently i mean when's the last time we had a fucking overdraft it's been a long goddamn time maybe 15 years ago yeah and that wasn't even my fault i believe i believe that was when people were seizing my bank account Mm -hmm. fucking assholes anyway so really most places, if you bounce a check, they're going to charge you 25 bucks. Your bank's going to charge you 40, but your bank's going to pretend like it's doing you a favor because it won't really look like a bounce check is what they're saying. Now, as of right now, all that shit's going to go away because of new laws that Congress passed. Right. So how many times have you been asked if you'd like to sign up for overdraft protection? Okay. I have not answered every phone call because we have caller ID so I can see who's calling. But I have actually actively listened to their spiel and actively declined this coverage five times now. And they keep calling. And it's getting so bad that they're calling three, four times a day. Right. It's insane. It's insane. And now I'm just getting ugly whenever they answer it. And I think three's been answering the phone and she knows exactly who it is. And she hands it to him. She's like, it's them again. She just needs to tell him, no, you can't talk to my mom. They're just, they'll just keep calling. Well, then we need and to I'm do... keeping requesting, take me out of the queue. I've answered this question repeatedly. The next time they call, tell them you need to talk to a manager, and you need to talk to a manager 
right fucking now. Well, I think a lot of times it's call centers. They don't well, really have any control over. They have the people auto above dial. them, and you can keep escalating. The other thing I think you can probably do is say that you're now considering this harassment, and you believe they're violating telemarketing laws. Stop calling me now, immediately. Because I really do think they're violating some kind of law. I think they're trying to harass me into accepting the coverage. Right. I don't think they're going to take me off the list until I change my mind. Well, the, I think see, that's, that's what they're attacking. And that's they're bullshit. trying to wear me down. That's fucking bullshit. I know. Well, you know, the other banks that we have aren't doing that. No, all of the real banks we go to, and that's the problem is you're not going to a real bank. You're going to this fucking Walmart bank. And I understand the reason why, and I don't blame you, but... They're clearly showing their douche moves now because, yeah, all of our other banks are with real banks and they called once and said, look, we're we want you to know that this thing is going to go away. If you want to keep it, we're going to send you a letter and you can fill it out and you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how it should be handled. OK, I don't have a problem with you telling me that the law changed and you need to notify me. Well, that some they, shits. they have to. They're right. required. to. And that's fine. Me. That's fine. But don't fucking bother me about it. I, I choose to go without your fucking bullshit protection. Then you just need to back the fuck off. I know. I'm going to file a complaint with the attorney general if they keep it up. That's what I would do. I would say you're going to complain to fucking everybody. You're just going to start writing fucking letters because it is ridiculous. Not as ridiculous as your trip to the doctor was, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like I've been to the doctor way too much. Well, you have. I'm pretty much over it. I'm not going back again. You've been to the doctor quite a bit. I mean, you are going back again. Because you have to get your front butt checked pretty soon, don't you? My front butt? <laughs> what the hell? What kind your, of elementary school? <laughs> your other hole. You got to get your other hole probed, don't you? Come on. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm not going back to, to the see the gastroenterologist. Doctor? Not for five I'm years, not. right? Not, five not until years. I have to. Right. And that's a pretty good run. Five years, that's not too bad. That means probably if you live to be about as old as your grandma, you're only going to have to see him another yeah, six times, times okay. seven times. <laughs> so, yeah, I went for my follow-up because I'm a good girl. Right. Even though I had already called to find out the results and I could have just, you know, but no, they said, make sure you keep your follow-up appointment because, because I need my $25 copay. Well, and he wanted to talk to you and I, I think that's reasonable. The doctor would like to discuss your results with you, even okay, if they're that's positive. fine. But, you know, I have to say, at least, number one, he was on time for the most part. Didn't keep me waiting for forever. Right. Uh, But honestly, we discussed the results of the colonoscopy for about three minutes. Well, yeah, and he gave you. There was no reason for me to have even gone. Except for the fact that, yes, he gave me my nice glossy photos so that I could put them in my scrapbook. And I have to say, there's some pretty crazy pictures in there. There are. Your butt's like a wonderland. Nice. I didn't like the ones with the pools of green stuff in them. Yeah, that was like at the very, very end. <laughs> and I, I was think. like, ooh. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's time to stop. Went too far. Well, the thing that I thought was pretty funny was before a lot of those pictures, and maybe we'll post some online, maybe not. We haven't decided yet. A lot of them look like they could have been your front butt. Oh, my God. Would you just stop it? A lot of them are weird. Well, they are weird. I was like, I mean, are you sure you were in the right hole there, buddy? Because this stuff looks like it belongs on the, the other side. Okay, so he spends about three minutes discussing the results, which I already knew. Right. Your butt's clean. I thought that he was going to, you know, try to put me on medication or whatever for my 
spastic your so-called spastic colon which gives me no problems well it's because it's only spastic whenever you've been on diarrhea medicine for a week and people are putting cameras up your ass diet yeah exactly when i'm a little irritated sorry if my colon is spastic and, and that's the thing i don't even know how they could tell if you had a spastic colon i'm fairly certain that everybody's asshole tightens up when somebody tries to shove a tube up it i'm pretty sure that your entire gut goes what the hell do you think you're doing up here right so i'm ready for that conversation does it ever come no it doesn't instead he is trying to encourage me to sign up for his new fitness training now i when you were telling me this i'm thinking fitness training what you're gonna try to get my colon in shape <laughs> i've got to do like some weird strengthening exercises a butt blaster i have I... to like eat certain things to me I, I don't what are you talking about is it like uh you think it were you thinking maybe you had like some kind of new kegel exercises that Something or like that, that you know or you like eat a, soft foods one day and then you eat a bunch of fiber the next day or whatever ooh, and give your colon like a, a little idea. workout <laughs> i don't know what he's talking or like, about you know, you know those things you use to grip with your hands to make your hands stronger you know what i'm talking about they look the little grips and you squeeze right? them. right you think maybe he's making one of those for your butthole so you can tighten up you're like you know, something like that no that's not what he's talking about he's talking about weightlifting. he's got um a diet and fitness plan he's got Got a fucking website an online website where i can keep a food diary i go i got an app on my ipod i can do that thanks no (laughs) you should have just got do you have an app no i have an app (laughs) the thing that i thought was weird about this was one this guy claims he's working out two hours a day and yet he's fatter than i am he's a portly little man yeah he's short rotund uh, I don't think I'm buying what you're selling me. And then I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, you're a gastroenterologist. Why are you trying to now get me to come like once a month so you can track my fitness level? He wanted me that day to go through. (laughs) I can sign you up right now fitness testing oh come on dude so he could test my metabolic rate See, all this other stuff and, and that's i was like thing. i don't He's think just... my insurance covers that right. through my gastroenterologist i'm just saying i'm 100 percent sure yeah why are you trying to yes measuring my biceps no yeah why are you trying to rack up personal trainer fees dude i mean maybe the economy's so bad he's not getting but that doesn't make any sense either because it was wall-to-wall butt checking when we were in the surgery place it's not like he's got a shortage of patients. It's like his, the stuff on the side or whatever. He had a little special Mm-mm. cabinet that nope. had his information. And then he was like, he had a little packet and he was circling things, Mm-mm. showing me this stuff. And then he puts it in my file until I can come back later, make an appointment. And then he can give me all the information. No. I, I, nope. How I said, I, how about you? Just, I'll, I'll call you and I'll set up an appointment. Laters, I'm out. It's a lot like if you call the plumber, you know, you're like, I got some problems with plumbing. He gets away. He goes, no, I also paint houses. All right, fuck you. Get out of here. I thought it was the weirdest thing. I, I've never I've never been to a doctor and had him try to upsell me on some completely unrelated shit. Like, I've been to the doctor and the doctor goes, well, while you're here, do you want to do X, Y, Z? You know what I'm saying? But I've never had it when I'm there. He's like, by the way, while you're here, you want to sign up to be on my marathon team? fuck off dude yeah what the fuck that, that is just some weird shit it was very weird it I just makes me wonder confused. it makes me wonder how ethical that really is if the doctor should be using an appointment to try to sell you non-doctory shit well it was i mean in the guise of doctory but it wasn't in his field i didn't it's think the same, yeah it's not i i, I just felt really strange about it you're an asshole spelunker stop trying to work on my biceps 
You need to get yeah, more butts. Like, yeah, I'll see you in five years. Well, and really, I almost thought gastroenterology was the thing to get into because they're really pushing butt probins these days. I mean, they're really they pushing are. it. I think it's important. Yeah. I think you're going next. Until I'm 45, at no, least. No, I think you're yeah. going before then. No way. I am not. You didn't. Why should I? Well, because we just found out about some of your family history, and I think you it's need not to go. Any, it's not any worse than yours. I know, but as soon as I no. found out, I went. Sam. 45. No, you've known about mm-hmm. ass cancer in your family for fucking years. No. Oh, come on. It hasn't been years. You're mistaken. And I'm not going. Oh, brother. See how easy that was? Mm-hmm. A pedophile has been spared let me just eat. Let me just eat your fucking rabbit food for a while, and then I'll go after I've had a chance to eat rabbit food for a while, see if it makes any difference. You know what I'm saying? Makes any difference in what? If there's polyps there, it's not going to change them. It's not yeah, going to make them magically disappear. Yeah, it will. No, it won't. Okay, you're a doctor. Read oh, me. my gosh, Sam. <laughs> A pedophile has been spared prison because a judge said authorities would not be able to put him on a treatment program during his sentence. Harry Pollan, 70, was instead given given a... Uh, <laughs> Harry Pollan, 70, was instead given a 12-month sentence, suspended for two years for abusing a boy under 16. Way too many numbers in that sentence. I'm just saying. Math is hard. Judge Philip Wassel at... Exeter Crown Court said any team who dealt with offenders in jail would not reach him by the time he had served his sentence. Yeah, so he's so, saying he's too old to fix. No, no, no. What he's saying is, if I put this guy in prison, the maximum sentence I can give him is like two years, I think. Okay, there's such a backlog of counselors who deal with sex offenders that they would not be able to get him into a treatment program before his jail term was up. So you just don't get to go to jail now. How, how is that right? It's not right. He's giving him two years off, scot-free. Right. So he can go and touch somebody else. Right, exactly. I don't understand why they don't. In, in America, that's not how it works. They just go, no, you're just going to go to fucking jail. You'll get treatment or not. I don't really give a shit. You touched a kid. Jail. Sorry. Dick. And he's 70. He knows better. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. When he was use... when when he was a kid, it was perfectly okay. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah, he's seventy. Back when he was growing up, girls were getting married at twelve. It's all good. Ugh. I just don't even see. I mean, he's not even under like probation or anything, right? No, he's just done. Done. You know, you, you're you're okay. We think you'll figure it out. Yeah, the whole the the family of the victim freaked the fuck out. The judge goes, "Yeah, I know. Nothing I can do. Hands are tied." I don't know. It sounds to me like it's a perfect setup for some vigilante. That's what I was going to say. Sounds to me like a rise in vigilanteism is about to explode across England. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. Ugh. It's not not justice, just so we're clear. I know. Well, there's somewhat of a notion that when someone gets to be a certain age, that they're no longer a huge risk. I think that's kind of the mentality here. Well, it's clearly not true. I understand that, but I'm kids. just saying he's 70. You I think probably old, outrun him. I think old people are where the real risk is because they, they sneak up on people. You know what I mean? They're like, people the guys like, of being a little friendly grandparent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. I think you've had some experience with that after I warned huh. you repeatedly. You said, no, nah, he's perfectly fine. Creepy old man. They can't be trusted. 
trust them. Anyway, I think, um, yeah, when somebody is convicted of committing a crime, then there should be some sort of punishment. You just go, you eh, think. whatever. People maybe, are worse. Maybe just cut off his hand. You know what I mean? Just go, eh, we got some instant justice for you. Chop. That's mad. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to the next story. <laughs> Starting when she was 11, Emma Tamberlini's father recorded her and her sister naked and topless discussing their breast development over their protests. Her father was a successful artist, though, so the never-public videos are going into a university library. Deceased artist Larry Rivers' archives, including the video and the 45-minute film made from them, were recently sold by his foundation to NYU's archives, despite requests from Tamberlini, now 43, that they be destroyed. How is that any different than child porn? That's exactly my point. I'm surprised that NYU didn't go, you know what, we're going to honor your request, this is ridiculous, and destroy the tapes. Just done. It's yeah, not. It's, it's not it's that important. It's done in the name of art, right? Because this it's guy was such art. an important artist that you got to keep the exploitive films he made of his daughters. It's yeah, it's it ridiculous. Some, like somebody who is skeevy at best, and I mean, what kind of dad does that? What kind of dad uh, tracks breast loser? development? Loser, A loser. I mean, every dad is worried about their kid blossoming or whatever. They're not obsessed about it. They don't certainly don't track it. And no. then they're not questioning the child uncomfortably. You know, for, for the most part, you guys don't really want to think about it a whole lot. Here's the thing. Okay. Even if, say you're the creepazoid and you decide you want to film your daughter with her shirt off when she's 11. And she goes, yeah, that's not cool, dad. How about you stop? That should be enough. You should stop. And if you don't stop, then your wife should come over and punch you in the cock and take your t- camera away and call the police. Uh, now, here's the thing. You know, it's going to go on the university library. Are they going to track the people that are checking it out or does it really matter? Because it's an artwork. Well, just okay. like any of the nudes or whatever, except this involves children. And here's the problem I have with it. Jesse's pointing out that art's tough to define. And that's true. I understand there's a lot of things that people consider art that other people don't. Like the whole piss Christ thing. The Virgin Mary made out of elephant poo. All that stuff, I can see a legitimate case where some people go, that's art, and some people go, no, it's not. Okay? I don't think there's ever a case when you can have child porn, and I think it's very difficult to say that having little girls talk about their boobies on film is not child porn. I, 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 there's not a line. It, it doesn't need to be seen. Nobody needs to see it. You could put a note in the file and say, there were some creepy films in here this ignorant motherfucker took of his daughters, and we destroyed them. Because his daughter nicely well, said, can I not have pictures of my exactly, 11-year-old naked body? Especially when the subject, she should have some rights to some sort of privacy. It is her. Yeah, I she would, was underage. I would, I would think so. At this point, right. I mean, she doesn't, she's still not giving consent for them to be viewed. Right. They should respect that. Yeah, it's just a little weird to me. It's and, I don't know. I, I'm half an artist myself because I write. And I... But I just I just have a hard time with people doing stuff and going, but it's art. Like, here's an example. Let's you know, it's say it's a that, big way, a huge loophole right, that other people will exploit. Let's say that I decided that I needed to do an art project that involved me skinning cats alive. And I would film it. Okay? Yeah. I, I'm just purely hypothetical. Okay. Now, admittedly, this is pretty grotesque, and I think it would upset a lot of people. Also, it's a cat, though. You see what I'm saying? It's just a cat. 
I understand, but there's laws about abusing animals. There are laws about taking naked pictures of your daughter and showing them to people around the world. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what I'm saying too. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's a pretty simple case. Did you break the law to make the art? Yes. Then maybe you don't get to show it to people anymore. Done. Yeah. I don't don't even know why they would have wanted those included in the sales. Couldn't they have purchased his works? I'm just saying, if if it was important for them. To include his works in whatever collection that they had, couldn't they have made an exception for the video and just say, well, we will take the drawings or I, I don't know what his medium was. He didn't either. really say. I've never even heard of the guy. If we is... have that, we don't need the video. Well, it's the whole thing, though, about where they, when somebody dies, when an artist dies, they want to capture his whole work, right? Everything that he ever did, they want to bundle it all up and put it in a library. And in some cases, I can understand it, but I think they need they need to look at stuff. And go, well, this doesn't need to be included. It's not nice. Exactly. Not to mention the fact that this poor girl and her sister will basically be tortured for the rest of their life, knowing that people will be viewing it over right. and over and over again. Right. It's like being violated repeatedly. Yeah, it's something it's, beyond your control. It's definitely not. It's a, it's a weird case, and I just don't understand why. I don't know. Right. I've said it before. I think a lot of people, especially in the art world, get very blinded by art with a capital A and think that, you know, they can get away with anything because they call it art. It's, I don't know. Erg. I don't know. You done playing with batteries over there? All right, here's my last story. <laughs> the Sunday morning service at Fellowship Church in Dallas, Texas, was humming along with hymns and prayers when something unusual happened. The lights in the sanctuary suddenly dimmed and members of the church hushed as they peered at a pulpit shrouded in darkness. The parishioners then erupted in cheers and whistles as Ed Young Sr., the church's senior pastor, pastor, emerged from the darkness with a microphone in hand. Young delivered his sermon, but he couldn't hear or see his congregation respond. He wasn't physically there. Young's parishioners were instead looking at a high-def video image of their pastor beamed into their sanctuary from a mother church in Grapevine, Texas. So let me get this straight. He has a church in Grapevine, Texas. Not, and, not a church. He has the giant motherfucking church of all time. In okay, Texas. so big giant mega church. Right. And he has numerous satellite churches in various other areas. And so Correct. has like a holographic image of himself projected in. To it's just... Give a, it's a, just a, sermon to it's everybody a, it's not a hologram it's just a big screen you know like you know when we went to thing one's uh baccalaureate you know the yes. giant the giant fucking uh, video yes. screen that's what they're doing isn't there something just a little bit impersonal about that what a little bit impersonal what i gave I you know. i gave you your jesus teaching for the day get the fuck out of here put some money in the in the fucking plate why are you complaining I don't know. I, I, I have a problem with these big jimongous churches. I do too. And I think it's one of the, I, th- I really think, and buckle up and get ready to get mad at me and say Sam's a dick. I really think that the government needs to say, if you have more than, I'm just going to say a hundred people in your church, we're going to start taxing you. Like, just like you are a fucking business. Because if you're trying to tell me this guy who's selling franchises to his church so you can just hire him to show up on your video screen, 
And then if you're the preacher, you can stay home that day and bang your secretary or, you know, fiddle with your button across, whatever it is that you do. If you're not preaching when you're supposed to be preaching, that's a business. That's not church. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, uh, part of the whole church experience is knowing the pastor on a, a personal level where you can actually, you know, shake hands with him. Where you can make an appointment with them to have counseling sessions or right. whatever. I mean, it should be a somewhat intimate relationship. Yeah, where I mean, you know each other personally. Yeah, this is supposed to be the guy or the lady that you you're supposed. If you have a problem, you're supposed to be able to go see him, right? Talk to him, have a discussion. Right. I think if he's got fifty thousand members of his con- congregation How spread could you possibly over, know them right? All? You don't know these fucking people, and he doesn't know you. And you know what's more important? He doesn't fucking care. Right, and you know, to me, these big giant mega churches are all about raking in the almighty dollar. That's right. really what they're concerned about. That's why they have all this high-tech stuff. Look, I'm the right. biggest, I'm the best. I have the most parishioners. I'm generating multi-millions of dollars. And looky here, I've got 15 churches and I still only have to talk for one hour a week. Right. Right. I, I agree. Cool. It's. I think it's very strange and I think it's one of those cases where it needs to be stopped. And I really think there's a lot of money that gets pissed away because churches don't. I mean, look at how much money these fucking churches make. And they don't pay a dime in taxes. Not dollar one in taxes. And I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. I think they just need to set a limit and say, here's the deal. I'll even give you 500 people. If there's 500 people or fewer in your church, you don't have to pay taxes. More than 500 people, you're paying taxes. And we count it if you have 600 churches with 500 people each. We count that as one church, douche. You're only preaching once a day. I don't know. You know, what is the difference then between why even bother going? Why not just sit at home and watch TV? Why not? Right. That's what I'm What's saying. What difference? difference does it fucking make? There's so many people you couldn't possibly get to know them. There's no church family. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I'm being too uh, small town minded, you know, where our church had like 150 members or something like that. You knew every single one of them. Right. You knew when people were being baptized, when people got married, when people died. There was a whole support system there. Isn't that sort of the idea behind a church? All I know is if you guys want to keep your churchiness and prevent me from calling you calling it all fucking a giant sham and bullshit, you better put a stop to this. Because you're just fucking writing. I mean, you're just backing me up. This guy's not preaching. He's advertising. And he's making millions of fucking dollars. Well, and, then, and then people get dazzled by that. They get impressed by, you know, the big giant screens yeah. or whatever and the giant size. And, right. And I just think they're missing the point. Well, I think people forget that's why there's Protestants and Catholics. Right? That's the one of the main reasons why that shit happened was because people said, I don't think I need to go to a castle to go to fucking church. Thanks anyway. And maybe our money could be spent on something other than a 500-inch plasma TV. Mm-hmm. That seems a little fucked up. It's weird. Yeah. I think, you know, a long time, you know, I, I've always been of the opinion that the, a church is not the building. A church is the people in it. Yeah, except for unless there's it doesn't require people. something fancy. Right. And, if, and you don't know any of them. It's, it doesn't count. I don't really think it does. 
If they do the the little fucking turn to the guy to your left and shake hands thing, and you don't know any of the right. motherfuckers, every week you go and there's a different dude. I don't think that's right. Yeah. On the I other just... hand, I bet they have kick ass potluck dinners. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. They have catered dinners. There probably is no potluck. Would you eat anything anybody brought? You got ten thousand members. <laughs> Somebody's bringing something tainted. I'm One of you saying. fuckers forgot to wash your hands. Didn't yes. You? Now there's ten thousand of us are sick because we ate your fucking chili. No, I'm not doing it. Think how big a pot that would be for your chili dinners, where everybody brings a pot of chili and you dump it all together. Yikes! <laughs> That's the stuff of nightmares. Five thousand gallons of chili. And then who's volunteering to make pancakes for the pancake supper? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to make about fifty thousand pancakes i hope you know that well it's time commitment like i said and i think this is one of those things where it's just an example where people prefer to have everything impersonal and at arm's distance because it's just easier you know like when i've talked before i don't really like churches but i remember several times when i was growing up where you know billy joe got his arm caught in the combine and everybody in the church fucking dug around and figured out how to make shit work out for billy joe and his family you know what i'm saying right. so, so they didn't lose the farm i really think if something happens to billy joe at the giant church they go who the fuck is that guy oh. absolutely <laughs> guaranteed i don't know yeah. the whole thing is crazy i think that it's all gotten way out of hand and i think people oh. have lost sight of well, Jesse's saying she went to one this weekend. It was just like this, and they had a fucking Starbucks in the foyer. That ain't right. That ain't right. Are they allowed to bring it into the service with them? Probably. They probably have drink holders, like theater. Well, you know, <laughs> right? Stadium seating. Everybody's munching on Drink there. holders. Yeah. Fuck, I, I don't got know. my Twizzlers, my popcorn. I don't know. It's just it's a little over the top. That's all I can say. And I, I think if you don't... if. If people don't call bullshit on these churches, and it has to be somebody that gives a shit. Like, I, I don't give a shit, and I think it's bullshit, and they're never going to get a dime out of me. But the rest of you guys that actually believe in this stuff, you might want to do something about it. I mean, you might want to fucking raise a little noise, because this is going to cause you some problems down the road. Guaranteed. I would think so. Because if, oh, if, if I keep hearing about how much money there is in this, I'm going to start a church, and it is not going to make you guys happy. When I open the Church of the Holy Nipple, the rest of you can be like, what is he doing? Yeah. Thanks. I'll broadcast that shit on pay-per-view. I'll do special healing touches on vaginas right there in front of everybody. High-definition cameras. Vagina's been cold and dusty for too long. Be healed! And it would immediately start squirting. Enough! <laughs> what? Come on, Cam. Think of the lifestyle you could have. Mm -hmm. What would Jesus do? He'd touch you right here. Cut it out. <laughs> Be like Tammy Faye. All right, I'll stop. Everybody's getting upset. They'll call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. If all the believers had their house in order, I would not be like this. Right. No, no, seriously. If if churches behaved, I would still be a believer. And we wouldn't be having this discussion. Mm -hmm. But they don't behave. They persecute young boys and turn us evil. Okay. Sometimes they touch us. We don't like it. Makes us creepy. Email. RWTY show at gmail.com. 
Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Plus, I'm allowed to mock anybody who makes more than more money than me. That's how it works. If you're a church dude and you make more money than me, you're doing. In the you're, name of God, you're, yeah. you're being what happened shady. To humility, you're being a little um, shady. Yeah. Okay. If you make ten times as much as I do, you're super shady. If you make a hundred times what I do, like this fucker that we were just talking about, you're unbelievably shady. And I can't wait until the messed up gay prostitute shows up with pictures of your cock in his toothless mouth, because that's happening. You know what I'm saying. Gonna be just like that Haggerty dude. One day you're gonna fire up your high powered, super high definition transmission, and you're, they're gonna get that pictures of you and that little Filipino boy going at it wild and crazy on your boat. Uh oh! Stop it! I'm just saying. You don't forget you can juice me at blueberry.com. Vote for us at Podcast Alley. Um, leave me a review on iTunes. Anything else, Kim? Nope. All right, Kimley. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 